0: Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. I won't be ready for this. King of glory, that's God's divine attribute. Everything that He is: peace, love, victory, abundance. This is what he said when I mind my own business. When when you hear them say, Fill this place, you think about a building. He's thinking about us. We are the body of Christ. So are you ready for this? So if Jesus is in me. When I walk, who's walking? Can y'all believe that? When I talk, who's talking? When you talk, who's talking? When you move, who's moving? Because we are the body of Christ. So who else could be in us other than him? So when you're asking him to fill this place, when you feel something, that means there's no room for you. Only he. Only him in all his glory. The divine attributes. So if you wonder why you still angry, it's because he's not filled. You're not filled in that earth. If you wonder why you're sick, not, not talking about it, sickness. He's not filled. If you wonder why you're in lack, it's because you haven't let him feel. Because there is no lack in his glory. If your relationship not working good I'm looking at this, looking this way you haven't let him because when he feel you things change don't have a seat if you can but I don't think you can but anyway you can try it guys y'all did awesome awesome I got to check to see what time it is because try to keep it 30 minutes Ain't promise you nothing though because this is day He died for us. So I was minding my own business yesterday. On my way home, message already done. Did it earlier during the week. And it was going to be, uh, then came Jesus. Because wherever Jesus comes, situations change. That that was my message. I already had it, had it, PowerPointed and everything. I'm good to go. Then I get on the interstate about 20 minutes from home. And he says, but it's finished. I want you to change your message. It's finished. So that's what I'm going to teach y'all for 30 minutes. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. So it's called, it's finished. So so y- y'all do know that he died rose again. But on, his, on the cross, while he's hanging on the cross, he said it is finished. In John chapter 19 verse 29 through 30 in the Amplified. So he's hanging on the cross. They did everything they could. They beat him to the point where, and I don't mean be gross, but got to tell it like it is, where his skin is just barely hanging on certain places. You can see through his, the, the insides of his body. I mean, that's a lot of beating. That's a lot of beating when even the captain comes out and sees it, and he said, what have you done to this man? But at any time, he could have called 40 legions of angels to stop the beating. But what was he thinking about when he was getting every lick so he's thirsty and they asked for water but they pulled a jar full of sour wine was placed there so they put a sponge soaked in sour wine on a branch of hyssop and they held it up to his mouth when Jesus had received the sour wine he said y'all say with me it is finished. And he bowed his head. Won't John this. Thing. And he volunteered. Jesus made it clear, he said, No man takes my life. So who your life down to? Is it the debtors? Is it the disease? Because he said, No man can take my life. Nothing can take his life. He lets it down. He volunteered for us. Let's see what it says. So I looked up the word. What is finished? He said, entirely done. So when something is entirely done, do you need to do anything else to it? Do you need to tweak it? Do you need to adjust it? Do you need to take a look at it and see? When he said it's finished, it's entirely done. There's nothing else to do. Then it goes on to say, paid in full. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Paid in full. So when you pay something in full, do you owe anything else? Y'all, y'all want to no know a secret? This is how he wants us to pay our bills. He spiritual debt for us. But he wants us when the bill comes, we pay it in full. Pay it in full, not halfway. I mean, and you got it, and then you still wait. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Let's pay the minimum quarter. Let's just pay the minimum. But I got the maximum. He died for me. But he said, paid, paid in full. So no creditor is going to call about your salvation. The devil going to try to trick you to think you're not saved. Some of us say question all the time. You sin, I'll be saved. No, you saved, you're just not renewed. How are you going to know somebody if you don't spend time with him? See, we can know what he's going to do because he already told us, but if we don't read it, Ed, we don't know what he's going to do. But check this out, y'all. When I looked at the word finish, it says complete. But look what it had under All necessary parts, elements, and steps. So you ever bought something and one part was missing? Raise your hand if you had one part missing. Could you put the thing together? And then when you try to take it back and say one part missing, they want you to send the whole thing back. Just for that one screw. But he said it was complete. Now, where would we find the necessary parts, the elements and the steps? It's called in his word. You can't get this from uh, uh, somebody else. It only comes with the instructions called the Bible. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3-4, through uh, 4, it says, "New in the New King James, it says, as his divine power, it didn't say regular power, it didn't say human power. Let me read the thing first because I'm going to break it down. <laughs> and his divine power has given to us... L- we saw what we're talking about, the necessary parts, elements, and steps. Check this out. And, has this, and his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. That virtue word again, virtue is life-giving. So let's break that down. So how are we supposed to get it? It said his divine power had already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So everything you need to do your job, Everything you need to live your life, everything you need to be in that marriage, everything you need to raise some special children, everything that you need, he has already given us. But not only did he give us pertaining to life, but he also gave us godliness. How to worship him, how to get close to him, spend time with him, how to talk to him, and the knowledge of him. So I'm going to get all of that, not just by me looking at TV, not just me be on YouTube, nothing wrong with YouTube, I hope you're watching now. but it says the knowledge of him so the more knowledge of him I get the more wisdom I have the more ability I can live life and see instead of running into the wall he'll tell you how to avoid the wall so then we blame God for what he warned us about let me just go there there. okay y'all ready to go there there's three reasons why things come into our lives. Things people do to us. We have nothing to do with that. Things people do to us. Things people take from us. And our sinful nature. Y'all got it? So if you got to wonder why things going on in your life. Things people do to us. Because people can be ugly, right? Y'all, y'all know ugly people? Turn to your neighbor and say, oh, you're not one of them, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, "Not anymore." First says, "By your words, you'll be justified; and by your words, you'll be condemned." So, before you got saved, what kind of stuff were you talking? What kind of things were you saying? If you was forty, you got saved, then you got forty years of crops that you gotta renounce. Right, y'all wanna hear that? Okay. Second, right, Second Peter chapter one, verse three and four, and this is the second part. This is verse four, by which haven't been given to us. Ex- Great and precious promises. Anybody ever promised something didn't, didn't deliver? See, great and precious promises. Not, not just a good promise. Anybody ever gave something to you you were so shocked, you kept on saying thank you? Well, at his word says, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't thank him enough. So the only reason we don't have that precious gift is not because it wasn't given to us. It's because we didn't spend time to find out what they were. See, it's, it's all on us. If he said it's finished, then it's all on us what we're operating in. See, see, don't blame a father his part, because he said it's finished. Precious promises, precious, not exceedingly great, and he he added to a precious promise. That through these you may be partakers of divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, lust don't mean just sex, does it? Can you lust after food? Some of y'all are thinking about food right now. <laughs> Can you lust out the money? Okay. But it is finished. Didn't mean finished then in that time. So when he said it was finished, Will, he just wasn't talking about then. You know, because sometimes we always go all the way back and think the Bible just meant that. He was talking about finished now. Finished then. Finished now. Finished tomorrow. Y'all understand what I'm saying? He said it meant finished forever. So everything we have need of is already finished. We just got to find out about the promise. We just need to go to a place where we spend time in his presence to find out what the promises are. So don't tell him about the problem. Worship him about the promise. Y'all know what I'm talking about? See, I'm doing everything I can not to cry and run out, to, but, 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 but I'm holding on because, see, I know him like that. See, see, when God does what he does, it's just, you just got to worship him. Now, we came through the Lord. Yeah, if you're tired of hearing the story, just plug your ears. Because, see, whenever you worship, man, you always talk about your children. I got to talk about my father. I called my wife in my office because we gave our largest gift that we ever gave. It was an offering. It wasn't a tithe. It was an offering. So that's over and above our tithe. You can tell somebody that came out of poverty and now I'm walking in wealth, and I'm not supposed to worship him about that. But when he took care of it, he said, it's finished. He covered me then, he covered me now, he covered me tomorrow, and he's gonna cover me forever. But he ain't gonna have to come back and do it because it's already done. So I'm just foolish enough to believe that's how God is. The debt owed by us to our God, because we owed him a debt, on account of Adam's sin. See, Adam's sin, it says, by one man's sin, death entered the world. By Jesus Christ's death and resurrection, sin left the world. So we walk. We, we we could identify with him. We're not identifying with Adam. And said finally and forever, was settled. See, remember when he said paid in full? So that debt is settled forever. So when the enemy tries to come and tell you not saved, you say, but it's finished. It's settled. That debt been paid. Slam it in his face. You, you ever got a call by a creditor and you, you, you got the time and date for when you paid the bill? Do y'all just sit there like, oh, well, you know, you want me to pay you again? What do you say? say it's finished. You need me to send it to you? You need me to text it to you? Because that debt's settled. Matter of fact, the debt I just paid is paying you. I'll tell you what else I meant when it said it's finished. Not only did Jesus take away our sins, but he removed it as far as the east is from the west. If you go north, you're going to end up south. But if you go west, east and west, they never meet. And you can check it out in, in uh, Psalm chapter 103 verse. 10. Okay? Because I know some of y'all are gonna check it out. Check it. All right? It just means victory for us. How many of y'all need some victory in your life? Amen. Everybody had hand, leg, everything else should have raised. Because there's never enough victory. But he gave us the promises. So in, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, in the New King James, there is nothing like the written word of God. For showing you the way to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Did, did it say we can get salvation to any other God? We got to go through Jesus Christ. So when it said there's multiple ways to get to God, if you are a believer or you're thinking about being one and you read the word, the word makes it clear. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. That he's made it clear that salvation only comes through Jesus Christ. When he made victory for us, Victory number one is salvation. Then it goes on to say, every part of Scripture breathed. Well, man wrote the Bible. Well, let's see what God says. Every part of the Scripture is God breathed and useful one way or another. Are y'all ready? Why do you need to read the Word? It says showing us truth. If we're not operating in victory, that means we believe in a lie in some area of our life. But he said he's going to show us the truth. So when we were poor, he kept telling us we're wealthy. But when we got to the point to rest where we believed it, then we started to walk it. Cause how many of y'all know when you get ready to give big, you hear a lot of words. Anybody ever heard a word when you get ready to give big? What what do you hear? Wait a minute, now. Wait, wait, a minute. God, is that you? Well, that's the right amount. What else? Don't talk to me. You see what that's the right amount? What about tomorrow? What about the IRS? but I got bills. Lord, that's a lot of money. And all of it belongs to you. And all you asked me to do is just give you a tenth. But is a tenth all you got to give? I'm meddling now. I'm meddling. Make all right, but let, let me go back to the scripture, Right, <laughs> Showing us truth, exposing our rebellion. How many of y'all know when, when, when we go in rebellion, we don't want nobody to tell us we're in rebellion? And we try to sneak the rebellion you know what I'm talking about? Ma'am, you know what I'm talking about? We try to speak that rebellion in there. We try to do it in such a way that it's not noticed. But see, his word tells us we're in rebellion. Remember a few weeks ago I said he, he was telling me, Paul, you, you you you're thinking too much, and so you gain weight. So remember I I told y'all about that? Then I went back to him, found his word. Now I done lost six pounds in a week. But but that's just me recognizing and repenting of rebellion. See, you gotta repent of rebellion when you know you're in it. But if you don't read the Word, you won't know you're in it. Correcting our mistakes. Uh-oh. You know, you mean tell me you can read the Word and find out about your mistakes? But, but, but I thought that was over 2,000 years ago. But he, if it's finished then, now, and for the future, and forever, then he's ahead of schedule. And it goes on to say, training us to live God's will. When he said it's finished, it means it's victory for us. goes on to say, so that the man of God, May be complete, there go that word again, complete and proficient, just barely making by, not just barely getting there, not just having just enough, proficient, outfitted, and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Can can y'all find bad work in there? He said we're supposed to be proficient, complete, and outfitted. I mean, we, we, we got on success. We're walking in success. We're talking in success. When we come, the situation should be solved just because we are there. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Chick-fil-A did an example of that when they were doing the coronavirus. The world called Chick-fil-A, who was already complete, already proficient, already equipped, and thoroughly equipped for the good work. They did what the world couldn't do in 15 minutes. What about us? Everybody should be talking. Yeah, man, well, I call him. Man, I'm telling you, things changed. I'm just talking about when he said it's finished, he gave us victory. When when he said it's finished, it means victory over our past. How many of us got a past? Only 12 people raised their hand. Some of us used to be alcoholics, drug addicts, prostitutes. And I call prostitutes because we were getting paid. It's okay to talk real in church, isn't it? I mean, if he paid for my past, I mean, you shouldn't be the same way when people see you, you shouldn't look exactly the same way. Because it says in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 17, verse 18, it says, this means one who belongs to Christ. Uh-oh, y'all got, can y'all read that aloud with me? Become a new person. It, that takes care of our past. Because what did I say we were? Did y'all want to add anything else to that? <laughs> you said that's enough? Crystal, you said that's enough? So I'm just telling you what we used to be. Y'all ever met somebody that liked to bring up your past? Because it says right there, the old, old life is gone and a new life has begun. Y'all realize that every day is a new life beginning. That's why I say you, you, you missed it, just repent. So you repent, all that stuff is marked away, and then you got a clean slate. But he gave us victory over our past. So when someone comes up, start bringing up your past. Don't lie. Just say, I don't remember. I don't remember that. You know, they start, and, and, and they, they they keep trying to add to it and and bring up, well, you know, when we was in the 12th grade, and, 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 you know, you went to the football game with me, and we snuck over here. Under the bleachers. Somebody say, under the bleachers. I think that was my daughter. I think that was my daughter. See, that's why she a new creature. Go with that. God. Yes, sir. Corey, we took care of that, brother. That's my son-in-law. I'm just talking to you. <laughs> When he said it's finished, it means victory over the present. Some of us don't, don't, don't look at the past. I it on the past, right? Y'all remember that? it on the past. Now, he, he gave us victory over our presence. Right now. In Psalms 46 verse 1, and the amplifier said, God is our refuge. You know, when you're in trouble, you're supposed to run to your refuge. If you're out of water, you run to w- where water is. Your refuge got water. If you need strength. But, but check this out. God is our refuge and strength. But check him out. Mighty and impenetrable. So so we ain't got to go down. You know where you got them safety places where you, some, some come in, you got to go down. Got to go down in the bunker, all that. He say it's mighty and impenetrable. But check this out. A very present and well-proved help in trouble. The Bible says that when you call on the wrong person in time of need, it's like calling on somebody who got a broken leg. You going to get much help from that? They're they supposed to pull you out with a broken leg? But he's very present. That's like right here while you're sitting right where you are right now. You can be going through something and you can start talking to God about it. You can start doing it right now. Very present, meaning I'm always there. I never left you. Because where is he? He In here. I love the part where it says he's well proven. I don't have to, you know, you you call on your friend and and he said I'll be there at 9 and he'll show up till 11. When did you need the money? At (laughs) 9. You see in your car, just roll on away. Very present help. Well proven. When he said it was finished, he said our future. So why are you going to die early? See, when, when, when I deal with clients that come to me and I can see in their eyes, they're ready to die. They don't want to live. See, I don't believe in a bucket list. I believe in what's called a life list. So I say, you got one out. I say, don't think about money. Don't think about your health. Think about what it is that you would love to do. And I say, I want 50 things. And they look at me funny. Because I'm not tapping into them. I'm tapping into the Jesus on the inside. Because that's all he thinks about his life. See, when we leave here and we wrap it up, we're going to live forever. And we get to choose where we're going to live. Whether it's with him or somebody else. <laughs> I'd rather stay where the streets are paved with gold. I'd rather stay where my own house, I got my own crib. Okay? Curly got hers, I got mine. Because y'all know when you get to heaven, y'all not married. Because we can only be married to one person. And that's called Jesus. So I said, hey, baby, do you Gave <laughs> was victory over our future. Ch- check this out. And, and I, I buy in that spirit right now in the name of Jesus for the people who say, I know this. scripture." Oh, y'all heard people like that. You, you know, in, in the other days when you had your Bible, the, the, the paper Bible, you know, what they would do is the pastor would call out the scripture and they turn to it. And then they nudge. Yeah, see, I got that mark. I got that highlight. This is the thing. Because God's word is alive, when you read it yesterday, it doesn't mean the same thing today. Because hopefully you've grown from yesterday to today. In Jeremiah 29, 11. Hey, hey, I like this. Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, in Amplified. Lord, check this out, man. For I know the plans and thoughts. Now, this is God talking. For I know the plans. We, 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 we try to say we don't know the plans. But he said, I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Follow that breath. See what's attached to it. Oh, the thoughts and plans. So he has plans and then he thinks about us all the time. You know, in counseling I ask people, Holy Spirit, would you mind revealing to them what you think about them? And you know what's amazing? The way they think God thinks about them is never the way he thinks about them. They think condemnation and he thinks glory. But let me keep on going. And he says, but plans for peace and well being. Y'all see anything in there? It says, and not for disaster. So when disaster comes, it's not of God. Because it says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He already planned our future. He said, he has plans and thoughts for us to give us a future and a hope. See, you have got to hope first, and then hope brings into existence when we use our faith to bring it into happening. You got it? So he says he knows the thoughts and plans for us. So whenever you're wondering what's going on, don't look at him for disaster. Because he said, I came to give you life and life more abundant. Death Death's not in life. poverty not in life. He gave us three-over-out challenge. This is going to be a half an hour, God. Go, go. Okay. Okay. All right. Cause see, I ain't even asked y'all to answer no questions today. All right, see, I, I knew better than that. When he said it's finished, it means victory over our challenges, such as our health. How I many got health? So you raise your hand. But all you got to do is make sure you pray about it. Victory over our finances. We we, we got testimonies all over the place. I'm telling you guys, I can't wait till next Sunday. We're gonna talk about testimony. People giving and receiving. Situations. Anybody dealing with any situations? Just raise your hand. Ain't no I ask you what they are. Okay? But when he said it's finished, he means victory over our challenges. Victory over relationships. See, when he died and said it's finished, he covered relationships. Porter, come up for a second. Just stand right here. When he said victory over challenges, challenges over with our children. Victory over our careers. But what happened if I'm standing over here when the promise is right here? So I'm standing over here and I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm trying to figure it out when all I need is to step into the promise. The promise right here. Did I step far to get there? Half a step. But, but no. Thank you, sir. No, I want to I, I, I do this on my own. Well, you had 40 years, and you're still right here. You're still right here. You got 40 years to brag about. But the Olympian says this, I am convinced. So whatever problem you have, you find enough scripture, and all it takes is one that you believe. See, you don't have to have 15 scriptures. You just have to have one you believe. He said, but, but this has to be our attitude. I am convinced and confident of this very thing. That he who has begun a good work, he keeps talking about this good work. So, what are you talking about, what, Lord? What you want me to do? Beat, her, beat him up? Is that a good work? <laughs> Lord, you need me to support the church? Is that a good work? Lord, I, I, should I go to church? <laughs> Better stop meddling while I'm ahead. <laughs> but it goes on to say that he who has begun a good work in you perfect, there's that word complete again, complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. So, how long do we have to get it right? Until he returns. But do we have to wait that long? Can we just go ahead and get victory in this area so we can go to something else, to another good work? Now I want to make it clear good works don't get us into heaven. It's called grace that did that. See, grace is when I get something that I don't deserve. So when we, when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we end. Now that we end, we can learn. How do we become just like him? When you want to know something, man, we got a little ways to go because we, we like doing things without reading instructions. But that's what the Bible is. It's instructions. <laughs> we like putting it together. We had an incident yesterday. Where were you at? Who, who, who else will help me? It was Will, myself, and uh, Megan, you was helping. We, we were trying to put something together. You know, we were trying to put a tin in the bag. And, you know, it's like we're trying to do a sneaky to, to try to find the s*** sh- around in somewhere for somebody. But somehow we got it in the bag. See, we ain't got to do that in Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit's the teacher. He's the guy. So i like to have every head bowed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that when you said it was finished, it included those who don't know you. Because you said you're not going to do this again. You're not going to hang on the cross again. You're not going to come back from the dead again. Because when you said it was finished, that's all that's necessary. But now it's on us. So this is Resurrection Sunday. Some call it Easter. But this is Resurrection Sunday. This is when Jesus came from the dead, died and rose again and came from the dead he walked into hell and took everything that Satan had. And he said, give me the keys to hell and death. So you can't die unless you allow it. He took everything, every weapon that Satan had. And he rendered it powerless. So the only way Satan can work in life, in our lives now, is for us to believe the lie. Because a lot of people believe that Satan is stronger than God. But how can you be stronger than the? So, Father, we just thank in advance that i speak speaking to people all over the world. That today is Your day. Today is the day of salvation. So, if that's you, just repeat after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask You to forgive me of all my sins. Your word says in Acts 2:21, "Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved." Jesus, I call on Your name. 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 I ask You to come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Therefore, according to your word, I am now saved. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.